can open your eyes and you can see you know it's just amazing it's amazing yeah i'm not gonna be before you long tonight man real talk good evening good evening interesting you know, the brothers, you know, the Tate brothers, Andrew Tate and Tristan Tate, uh, have had such a horrible reputation. Um, they've been smeared all through the media. Um, and so I find the story to be really, really interesting. And I ask myself, did we miss something? You know, how is it that the answer to much of the world's problems is right in your face and you don't see it. Well, what's interesting about this story is that, you know, these two brothers who have risen from poverty, who was not born with the silver spoon, you know, so to speak, rough begin beginnings, humble beginnings, uh, All they got is each other and their love for each other, their love for their mother and their father, and try to live every one of their days on this planet to honor their father and everything that they learned from their father. Very interesting men of quality. Um, interesting. You know, uh, one's a Christian, one's a Muslim, and it don't even matter. You know, what I find to be interesting about this is that so many wars have been fought over religion. So many relationships were never born because we've repelled one another because of religion. And here, right before us, right in our face, right in front of the whole world, and nobody even knows, notices that you have a Muslim and a Christian loving each other, loyal to each other, and willing to lay down their lives for one another. Could it be? Could it be a picture of the future? I don't know. But I ask you this, did not Abraham have two sons? He says, yes, well, Ishmael and Isaac, they were both, both blessed to be a mighty nation. Christians got to come out of this superiority complex too. Because when Ishmael was born, even though he was born to Hagar, the maid, the angel still came. 
the angel came and blessed. So Abraham was a man with two sons. It's like you got two men right there on that screen. He had two sons. One was Isaac and one was Ishmael. One was Christian, one was Muslim. And they have fought over their disagreement for generations. My question is this. At some point, do the brothers reconcile or does it just get to the point where it just don't damn matter? Because the love, there is no greater love than this, that a man lay down his life for his friend. You know, when they were facing um, the allegations in jail and um, Tristan said about his brother, Andrew, he said, you're not arresting him without arresting me too. We go together. And he said, you know what's interesting about that? There were no charges brought against Tristan, but he suffered for his brother just to let him know he was going to be there with him no matter what, even if he had to die with him. And this is a man of another religion. Now, we're going to talk about it because we got we got to get free, right? If we're going to step into the next millennium, um, if you're drowning, oh, well, you're a Christian and he's a Muslim, and now listen, I hear that, brother. I hear you, brother. Brother, oh, brother, I hear your interpreter. Go ahead and break down that prophecy. Oh, man, wow, that's, wow, man, you smart, man. But let me ask you a question, though, my brother, because you got all the scriptures down, packed down to the, you know exactly what happened, brother. Whenever I want to know, I'm going to come ask you because I know you right, you know. But let me ask you something, man. If you were drowning and you stuck your hand up out of that water, clinging to life, looking for hope, and a hand reaches down and grabs you and locks onto your forearm and grabs you and pull you up. You gonna let go when you find out it's a Christian? You gonna let go? You gonna let go when you find out, oh, that's a Christian, I'm about to let go. I hear that. No, you're not gonna let go. Hmm. <sighs> the Tate brothers, the, um, the world hasn't learned a thing. You know, sometimes I wonder if God is just sitting back saying, man, boy, these guys are really stupid. You know, they call themselves ascending, ascension, they're ascending. We have a higher consciousness. We have 5D consciousness. And you're jumping in the slander fest of slandering the Tate brothers while they're demonstrating to you in your face Christ's most powerful message. Interesting. 
Christ's most powerful message. You know, sometimes we're looking for the truth and it's, the truth is right in your face. It's just like right in your face. And yet people don't see, and it's amazing to me, pride. One thing I love about God, you know, God goes where he's needed the most. You know, I look at these brothers, man, I say, man, you know, that's a brother right there. That's a real brother that really got your back. You know what I'm saying? That really loves you. You know what I'm saying? It says no hate, man. I remember they asked a question. He said, you know, Hey, Tristan, you know, your brother Andrew gets all this attention. He's so famous and he gets all this attention. Man, how how do you feel about that? Are you are you trying to are you hating? He said, Man, that's my brother, man. I'm happy for him. He deserves it. He works hard. I'm proud of him. I'm happy for him. He said he can't even understand why people don't understand that he's happy for him. I know this is over people's head. They want salaciousness. They don't even understand. That's the craziness. They don't even recognize the gem. That's the craziness. That you realize how lost people really, truly, truly are. That you, even in the face of truth, they don't, they don't even get it. They trample on it underfoot. You know, brotherly love is, is the purpose of the ascension itself. It's interesting how it doesn't matter to anyone. You know, the so-called 5D uh, ascension, you know, you know, they, they want, they got the 5D ascension crew, you know. And I'm like, oh, yeah, they're so ascended. They're just ascending all over the place. And then as soon as you start talking about the true purpose that God is um, revealing, which is he's trying to reveal himself. He's trying to reveal his true nature. And he's trying to teach you something. And he does it to you. And you can't even see it. And you can't even see it. Here you have the world's most popular personality. Most popular in the whole world. 
two brothers, a Christian and a Muslim who loves each other to death in a world where Christians and Muslims hate each other and kill each other. And you can't see that God is trying to talk to you and he's trying to tell you. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the future. Abraham had two sons. I say, oh brother, that's the so you gonna so you mean to tell me you going and I don't wanna get no type of censorship, so I'm just gonna try to say this the right way. So you are going to not you mean to tell me in the name of Jesus you gonna hate somebody in the name of Jesus? You're gonna not accept peace, offering and love and fellowship in the name of Jesus. Come on now. You know, you got me fucked up. You got me fucked up, baby. I'm, I'm not rocking with that. Yeah, I'm not jacking that. I'm knowing that that's not even making no sense right there. I'm knowing that shout out to uh, the sister there, Danica and the dope-ass discussions and all these great people who make, who make these messages on content providers and spirit in the hours ago. Uh, influencers. I call it inspirers, motivators. I love it. Everybody's a philosopher too, by the way, on TikTok. Everybody's a philosopher and a therapist. It's amazing. But um, right in our face, God is revealing to us the future. More wars have been fought over Christian and Muslim and religion and doctrine. And here you have the tightest brothers ever, the most loyal, honorable brothers ever. And one's a Christian and one's a Muslim. You know, I wanna put something up because this is reminiscent to me and, um, you know, it just reminds me that, uh, you know, God sometimes has interesting choice and taste in people. And it's amazing who God would select. Um, and when I think about these two brothers, they remind me of uh, an old story. I don't know if you ever heard of the Boondock Saints. The Boondock Saints was like these two brothers, you know, that, you know, they were considered saints because they were like going after all these bad guys, but they were like, but they cussed and they smoked cigarettes and they were like poor as shit. And they just was like some badass dudes, but they like prayed to like God. And it was like, no matter what, everything always worked out for them, but they stayed in some crazy shit. You know what I mean? And it was just like, yo, why is this happening? But in the last second, God had performed some miracle, um, but they were called the saints. And they were like, literally like, Basically, saying that they were saints, and he was these two brothers, and um, and the crazy thing about it is they have a father too. His father was like the first generation vigilante saint man with a prayer with uh, covenant with God and this whole thing, and it was just really amazing. Um, this whole story um, of these brothers and this brotherly love and this brotherly bond. You know, the Bible say that uh, the world will see the love you have one for another and just go, know. they're going to know at that point. Yeah, these are God's people right here. 
Look at how they treat each other. Look at that bond. And it's just, you know, it's powerful. This is a powerful story right here. Um, if you haven't seen this movie, you should watch it. Um, but it's called The Boondock Saints. You know, they were considered like saintly individuals who... I wouldn't recommend this, ladies and gentlemen. This is just a TV show, by the way. Okay. So I just say that just in case we got an extra nut somewhere. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's the brother. Should I come out from the shadows? Man, say what's up. Oh, man. But the Andrew Tate brothers. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. How are you? It is I, the voice who speaks to you from behind the scene, behind the picture. Yeah, I think the Andrew Tate story uh, and his brother is absolutely profound in a world where it's dog eat dog. People are just, they don't have the old school um, loyalty, honor, respect. You just don't have that. Um, with these Tate brothers, uh, watching the stand that they take, watching them deal with adversity, looking at how they kind of love each just the fact they love the shit out of each other. And they don't, they don't never stab each other in the back. I remember there was a story. Um, I don't know if you remember the, um, what's the boxer's name? There was a boxer. Uh, I think he's an MMA fighter and, uh, he has a brother. They like, they do podcasting. So one of the brothers was saying to the Tate brothers, he said, you know, I don't think my brother will ever become the champion. He said, I don't think my brother will ever become the champion. He says this to the Tate brother. The Tate brother said, I couldn't believe he said that about his own brother. He said, I could not believe that he said that he didn't believe that his brother would become the champion. I can't believe that he like he didn't support his own brother. This is the Tate brother. This is why these guys are incredible. They should have statues. These guys are awesome. So I'm listening, and then he said, um, he said, you know, my brother is nine times or sometime champion in the fighting the UFC, nine times champion. He said, "You know what? What I, you know what I told him when he told me that he wanted to be the champion. He looked at, and then he looked at, he looked at his brother. He said, "What did I tell you? What did I tell you when you told me that you want to be champion?" He said, "You told me you are going to be the champion." And then they shook hands and they locked hands. You got to see that clip. You got to see that clip. And then they they locked they locked hands real tight and they gave that brotherly shake. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I kept it real with you, you know? Um, but the point I'm making is that the religious divide is completely false. You have to see how the Tate brothers have single-handedly and very modestly without bringing any attention on it. Hopefully we bring a little attention on it, but they haven't brought much attention on the fact that, you know what? 
That's my brother. I don't care what religion he chooses. Make me no difference. We abide by something much more higher than religion. And I think religion needs to sit, take a seat, sit its ass down. I think religion needs to go on and scoot on in there and just tuck it on in. Just tuck that little fancy right on in. Just sit your ass down. Because ain't nobody giving a damn what you're talking about. It doesn't really matter. I mean, whatever makes you a better person, I think, is the religion you should follow, brother. All right. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. It's amazing how God has come in this final advent. It's amazing the way that he has chosen to appear. It's very interesting to me, you know, because I think we always have in our mind that Jesus is going to come in a chariot, you know, you know, and he comes with some measuring tape in a, in a uh, you know, he's a he's a he's a construction worker. You know, it's just like I'm looking for the majestic kingdom of Christ. You're not him, excuse me, sir. You move out the way and point me to Jesus. And he's like, uh, I'm Jesus. <laughs> you know, oh my God, Jesus is something else, man. Amazing. So, what's what's the what's the overall point of this whole thing? Is that um. I think with the Tate brothers, there's much more than what meets the eye. And I think what we've gravitated to was a lot of the salaciousness, but the lessons, the lessons that we were supposed to be learning, we didn't learn because we're so into bullshit. Shout out to them, man. They stood up against the Matrix, man. Yeah, shout out to them. So, oh, man. Shout out to everybody in the chat. I thank you for stopping on by. I appreciate you. Off, all, what do we have? 13 in the building. Please like, share, comment, and subscribe. I appreciate you. Um, this is probably one of the most important messages. It should have 1 million views by tomorrow. <laughs> it's definitely one of the most important, but nobody's talking about it. Um, I think it's one of the most important messages um, right now in the country we can be having. Yeah. They've been good examples in many ways. Especially in the red pill community. Because one of the things that I'm going to tell you that I've noticed in the religious world, and here I go again. Here I go again. One of the things that I've noticed is um, there's a lot of zeal for like for the people's doctrine. Like they're like they're very excited about proving like 
the way that they interpret the Bible or the way they interpret religion, texts and all this type of thing. And that's what they pretty much build their religious attribute is based upon the way they see things biblically and all this other stuff. But on their totem pole, the way that they treat their fellow brother means it basically means nothing to them, like like less than nothing. Only thing that matters to them is that they understand about the resurrection and they understand about, and they can tell you what happened with Daniels and the lions then, and they can tell you about, that's, that's what matters to them. That's what matters to them. They have all this information because when Jesus died and when Jesus came back, he was fulfillment of the prophecy. And they, and they can, as long as they can do that, they feel in their mind that they have ascended. They have been, um, Lifted up into this higher realm now. Now they're not they're not just regular people now. And um but when it comes to that outward demonstration of that inner work, which is the love for the brethren, there is no other way to show the whole there's no other way to show God that you love him other than to treat your brother right. And to do good to your fellow man. There is nothing else you can do. God don't need your money. God don't need a hug. God don't need nothing from you. So there ain't nothing you can give him that he don't already got. God is not like a man that you can do something for him. The only thing you can do for God to let God know that you love him. Is to love your brother. Like you love yourself. Okay, you know, so the love of the brother that you see with Andrew Tate and Tristan Tate is exactly what I think God is trying to get out of his people. You don't see that kind of love in church. I went there. I did it. There I did it. I said it. I said it. Andrew Tate and Tristan Tate have more love for each other than the love that's in the church. I said it. In the church, they hate your guts. And the church is so hateful, Lord Jesus. Unbelievable. And all they talk about is Jesus Christ all day long. I'm like, man, you need less Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, your Jesus is making you hateful. Your Jesus is making you hateful. Less Jesus for you. Uh, you know, I went there. I went there. I had to do it. It felt right. That felt right. If you ask me, that's the closest thing to the love of Christ we've seen in a long time. When was the last time you seen a brother love another brother like that? It's been a long time. You know? 
you know, so I want to continue to have this conversation. Um, I think when we talk about Christian and Muslim, it has done so much damage. The feuding between the religions, between the two brothers, has had irreparable damages. Many lives have been lost. Many generations have been lost because of the fighting of these two brothers, Ishmael and Isaac, Andrew and Tristan. So to see them two together, um, as it is, the figures that they are with the stories and the lives that they've been given, the battles, so forth. It's so artful of God to do it. It's just amazing to me that he, I'm just sitting there and saying, am I the only one that see this? You've never seen a pair of two brothers that love each other more. You've never seen it. Oh, that's not important, of course not. Right. That's where the power is. That's why they got the wealth. Many two or more walk together like as they agree, and I will be in the midst. That's what happens when you can trust somebody. When they really love you and they really fuck with you. Two come together and become one and you can make all kind of amazing things happen. But anytime you have that brother that's like Cain. All that hatred in his heart, resentment in his heart, jealousy in his heart. Evil living in his heart secretly against his own brother. His own brother. And allow the devil to fill you with so much lies and rage. And because of that, you just, the love, the love of Christ, we have not seen. Until the Andrew Tate brothers. This is the last time you've seen the love of Christ. You haven't seen the love of Christ because everybody out there is full of shit. They fake. They phony. They don't love you. They don't love each other. They don't do shit for each other. They leave each other for dead. They weak. I like the Tate brothers. That's the kind of brother I need. That's how you gotta roll, baby. That's the love of Jesus Christ. I'm telling you. Study the story. I think if you study the story, it will move you. You'll open your mind to the things that I'm saying to you. Eventually, you realize it's the absolute most important thing. There's nothing more important. It's the cause of a lot of our problems. You'll realize that eventually.
you know, it's the truth. You know, when you seen the love of Christ, when the last time you seen the love of Christ, some funky ass preach up there preaching and yapping and blabbing. Some politician up there yapping and flapping, whapping. What? We ain't seen no love of Christ. We ain't seen nobody that loves somebody else. That sacrificed for somebody else. Except for the man. Besides him, Tristan and his brother. I say them was the only ones good. That's what I've seen give up. Put them online for somebody else. So I'll leave that alone. You know, sometimes, you know, I realize that um you know it takes takes up some people some time to catch up. You know, they still cling to their religion and they still some people I think they like the you know I don't know if they like the vision or if they like whatever. But, you know, it's like, you know, we could stop it all right now if we just stop. Like, literally, just stop it. Stop the crap. We can just stop and then we'll just have it. it won't even exist anymore. And, um, and there's some people I think they just like, I don't know if they like the drama or what, what it is, but um, they kind of keep it going. You know, they keep this system going, the system that perpetuates the division. You know, it keeps it going, you know. But I think, and I'm going to put this back on the screen. You guys have yourself a wonderful night. Thank you for joining me. Um, think about this. This is not a doctrinal issue. So all of my holy rollers who have been baptized in the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Please don't come at me with no bullshit. Please, I'm begging. I'm literally begging. I'm literally begging if you can not think with religion for five seconds and just have a heart and a soul and not be Reverend Ronnie Righteous for five minutes, please, and then you can go back to being that way later after I log off. Okay, thank you. Because I can feel the energy waves, they reach me. Okay. Um, this is not about a doctrinal issue. This is not about who got the blessing and who didn't get the blessing and which one that God gave the promise and which one that God didn't give the promise and this and that, all this. And that. Because it gets all extra... This is not about that. This is about a father named Abraham who had two sons. He had two sons. Okay. And at some point in time, because God is a redeemer and the two brothers have fought for eons, they have destroyed the planet with the fighting and the wars, with the anger and the lies and the destruction and the just hatred and it's nuts, all in the name of Jesus. <laughs> all in the name of Jesus.
for all that to happen. And in the end of days, two brothers stand alone against the forces of darkness. And one is Ishmael and one is Isaac. And um, of course, nobody can see, but hopefully in time, you know, you will see. Uh, I believe this is a glimpse of the future and God has given us uh, privilege and access to see that. Have a good night. I'm a millionaire. live tonight for open chat discussion and questions um, got a couple of topics I want to talk about so I'll be coming back tonight I appreciate every single one of you man real talk man from the heart Real talk. I truly do. You know what I mean? Real talk. It means so much. It means so much.